Wars Maniacs. It's your boys from Rule of Two Podcast. As always, I am Sean, and I've got my lovely host here with me, Aaron. Aaron, say hello. Hello. And we've been gone for quite a while, but we can't wait, while. To get, can't wait to get back into it, man. Yeah, I think I looked it up. The last episode was May. So what do we mean? So so let's let's talk about where we've been. What's twenty nineteen has been, on, been a crazy crazy year. Uh, you know, we had Star Wars Celebration, which was awesome. Yes, I finally went to Google I/O, which was also awesome. Fuck you. We went to the two of us went to France. That was sweet. Got to see the women's national team win the World Cup. We didn't see the final Booyah. game. Yeah, we saw a game or two. A couple. Uh, that was awesome. Yeah. Um, and then I had a wedding. Which was, you know, busy, busy times, and in Got between there, married. I helped, uh, I helped make an app that is, you know, a little tiny app. You made, you made, an, you made an app. You say I did. Yeah, you did make an app. I'm oh, an interesting. Android what, uh, what was the name of the app that you made? Um, you might have heard of it. It's called uh, Disney Plus. Disney Plus. Mm. Yes, I think this is the first time Let's that see. we've mentioned that I I am on the Disney Plus team and have been for a while. So it's exciting to talk about it. Exciting to see it out in the wild. Yeah, and, uh, I mean, it'd be exciting if I'd heard of it before, but yeah. uh, it doesn't really sound familiar. Well, I mean, it's kind of unfortunate because they, you haven't heard of it, which means we really have nothing to talk about since you haven't seen the show that came out <laughs> on Disney+. Plus. <laughs> no, yeah, you're, uh, you've been hard at work on the Disney Plus app, and uh, which is kind of the main point of our conversation today, sort of, because we're going to be talking about The Mandalorian. Finally talking about it. just wrapped up recently. Yep, we just finished watching it just a little bit ago. <clears throat> Yes, and what a season it has been. What a season, yes. Well, before we get into that, why don't we, did, uh, this is the holiday season, you know, Christmas just a couple days ago. Yeah. Did you, uh, did you get anything cool for Christmas, any Star Wars related? I did, I did, yeah. I got a, I got a Black Series uh, replica of Luke's Starfighter helmet. Nice, that'll go nicely with your Poe Dameron replica. With my Poe Dameron replica, right, exactly. Uh, I got a... Uh, we actually just... Reseen the uh, Luke's helmet actually in, in Rise of Skywalker. We did. We'll talk, we'll, we, we'll talk about that later. But, we did. You know, we did. Yeah, more to come that later. But yeah, we had uh, Ray donned the helmet of the old Red Five. You think that was in the cockpit as well the whole time, just chilling there, spiders and shit. You know, uh, well, it was underwater, so it's I don't know if there's right. a bunch of spiders underwater. You don't but, know what kind um, of creatures are happening that planet. Octo, Octo. That's that's a good Octo, something like that. I don't know. Anyway, um, yeah, yeah, we saw the helmet uh, reprise its role recently in the newest movie, um, which we'll get to a little bit later. But uh, I got a, I got a replica of that. I got an instant pot, which is a pressure cooker, but it's shaped like R two D two, which is nice, which is pretty sweet. I love my instant pot. It's not, uh, it's not a Star Wars instant pot, but you know, it still cooks. So it's stupid it's nice. then. It is stupid. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they have a bunch of those. Don't they? They have like Darth Vader ones and. They did, yeah. They had and C three PO. and there was talks no, about there was talks about getting me the Darth Vader one, but it didn't it, it didn't do the justice to the character like the R two D two one did because mm-hmm. it's you know it's kind of shaped like R two D two. It's easy to tell, but it's anyway. Yeah, otherwise um, people would be like, oh, that's a cool black uh, instant pot. Exactly, right, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Uh, that that was really it in a way of Star Wars themed gifts. Yeah. Um, how about yourself? Uh, I actually believe this is the first Christmas in my 30 years of living that I did not receive a Star Wars gift. 
Well, uh, you know, the one. holiday season isn't over. That's true. Um, and That's I do true. still owe you a present, so... We'll yeah, what just... a dick. I can't believe you didn't give me one. I got you one, and you won't even open it. You know what? Because I don't have one for... All right, you know what? I'm not going to get into this right now. Let's talk about The Mandalorian. So, Mandalorian. Yeah. That was awesome. Um, Overall thoughts. Overall thoughts, I think, you know, I think it was the best Star Wars that we've seen in probably decades since the original trilogies, in my opinion. I mean, I'm a huge fan of Rogue One and, and Solo. I, I do also love the sequel trilogy or prequel trilogy, but this one's just on another level from what we've been seeing. Yeah, it's 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 been really fantastic about giving us new content when also like paying like some of that uh fan service too like we got a lot of throwbacks we got a lot of cool things that like brought all the original star star wars fans back into it as well as some new stuff for some people who may not necessarily be into star wars including probably the best contribution mandalorian has given the entire world aka baby yoda yes very much so and baby yoda was a, a, a cultural phenomenon all on its own it was and we'll get into some of that. First, let's kind of break down, kind of go episode by episode. See, you know, kind of talk about the the plot line of each episode and some of the, the little, you know, Easter eggs and all that that we've seen. Yeah, yeah. So let's see. The first one is where we get introduced to the, like the main plot of the whole thing, right? Is where mm-hmm. the Mandalorian takes on this this bounty, which we end up finding out. It is a little baby Yoda species of, yeah. of some kind. That was a, sh- a complete shock to me when, when it first happened. You know? Yes. Well, we're first introduced to the Bounty Hunters Guild, which I believe they've referenced in past Star Wars. But, um, you know, they, they talk about these tracking beacons and uh, these pucks that they get, uh, which is pretty cool. And, and in the first episode, we see, the, uh, we see him utilize the uh carbonite freezing which is pretty cool yeah 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 and it's interesting because i never really quite understood how the carbonite freezing process worked i guess i mean the way that they depict it in episode five is quite a bit different than than how they're doing in the mandalorian um yeah i actually just rewatched episode five in preparation for like mm-hmm. a rewatched rogue one through episode eight yeah just for the rise of skywalker and in episode five, no one really seems to know whether or not it's going to work. It's almost right. as if that's the first time it was ever used. Yeah. Because even uh, even Boba Fett, you know, he says, you know, he's no he's no good to me dead. Yeah. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, uh, right, right, right. So it seems like kind of a newer thing. Obviously, at this point, it's much more of a perfected process. Yeah, which would be only about nine or ten years later. So I, I mean, I guess ten years is a long time. Because from my understanding, Mandalorian is nine years after the Battle of Yavin. Yeah, so that would no shoot. That's nine ABY, which mean it would be about four years later. I was gonna say, yeah, 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 um, four or five, one which is which is super interesting to see that whole aspect of it. Um, we get uh, another taste of the IG unit and what it's capable of, which yes. was super Freaking cool awesome. to see that thing kicking fucking ass. I haven't seen anything IG related, I think, since Shadows of the Empire, the video game. Yeah, back in the, back in the uh, N64 Long days, ago. that was that was some awesome shit. So to see uh, him come to life again, you know, because we've seen him live action in episode five, but he, he doesn't just, do he anything in the background. He so just stands see there. that, and that was actually kind of funny because that was uh, how do you pronounce the name? Takiti Taiko Watiti Taiko Watiti sounds like a Jawa's Taiko Watiti. He's the he's been a couple he's been directing a couple of the episodes and he's the director yep. of the Thor Ragnarok I believe yep yep so he's, that's pretty cool. does a voice in Thor Ragnarok too he's Korg 
Yep. The rock monster. But uh, but yeah, uh, that was really cool to see the IG unit in action. Mm-hmm. Fucking and destroying bitches. We're also introduced to uh, one of the first memeable characters. Not character. Well, something he says, uh, uh, which is Quill. It was voiced Hello. by, um, God, what's his name? Nick Nolte. Nick Nolte, yeah. So, you know, we get to see him and all that he has spoken. So that's pretty cool. <laughs> the I Have Spoken Ugnaught, mm-hmm. which I had my doubts as to whether or not he was actually an Ugnaught at the beginning. Yeah, I, I, don't I don't know think why. I really caught that until later. No, until, <laughs> we'll, we'll get to that later. But at some at one point, the Mandalorian calls him Ugnaught. Um, and I was like, oh, I guess he is an, an Ugnaught. Mm, interesting. Uh, but yeah, we get... We get, we get his lovely, charming personality. Yeah, so then, you know, and with that episode, it kind of just wraps <laughs> up by him finding the target. Uh, oh, you know what? We totally forgot one of our favorite characters that we're introduced to, the client. Oh, the client, the, the, the imperial German client who just has one of the best voices I ever. want him to narrate everything. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty awesome listening to him talk. Um, and... It, it the whole reveal at the end of the episode was crazy too because we learned that the target that the Mandalorian's after is fifty years old, and a man and then, with his talents should be able to find him with just the age and last known location. Right, right. He should be able to make quick work of this. <laughs> uh, and and fifty years old, and we find out oh, it's a baby Yoda species. Baby Yoda fifty species. years old, and it's still a, a child. baby. Just. It's really cool to like get an insight into how that species ages. Clearly, we knew Yoda was 900 years old. But aside from him being old as shit, we don't really know that much about him or his species. Yeah. And this, this episode really left me with more questions than anything, right? I mean, it was oh, the first episode, which sure. kind of makes sense. <clears throat> but, like, first of all, yeah, he's 50. Okay. So, if he's 50, still a toddler, Yoda's 900, then, you know... If, say, one year is 50 years, like one of our years is 50 baby Yoda, or Yoda species years, Yoda would only be like 18, 19. Yeah. I don't really get it. Yeah. Maybe they, like, the IG-11 does say species age differently, so, right, you know, right. maybe he skyrockets in uh, intelligence or something at some point. I mean, like, maybe the next five years <laughs> is like his teenage years or something, yeah. you know. Um, but I'm super interested to find out more about that. Uh, we also get a larger education on beskar yes and it's it's been i feel like we first heard the term beskar or maybe maybe it wasn't the first time but it was brought up in rebels yeah no it's not the correctly. first time i think don't they mention that in nice to republic even i think it's kind of old canon as well it's been a while i guess um but we get maybe a reintroduction of beskar yeah, and, and how and awesome it is for those not familiar beskar is the armor that mandalorians use it's right. lightsaber resistant i was looking up some things today i didn't know it was lightsaber and resistant. they kind of i guess because we'll talk about this a little bit later but they they do bring up jedi and uh about how they were enemies right right so uh i was reading that they actually kind of built their stuff around being able to beat jedi right so and that's kind of how they are mm, what they are now that makes <laughs> a lot of sense. I mean, obviously, it's blaster proof. Didn't know it was lightsaber yep. resistant. That's interesting. Uh, and then the Beskar was all gathered by the Empire in what they call the Great Purge. Right. Which uh, resulted in many of the Mandalorian people being killed. Yep. 
um, which is why they now have to operate in secret. Mm-hmm. So, so that's pretty much episode one. Yeah, episode two, we get more of a insight into what this little baby Yoda can really do. Yeah, and we we see him in action. So it starts out with him going back to a ship, I believe, and then it's all torn apart, which is essentially scrapped for parts. The Mandalorian right? ship. Yes, the uh, the, the, uh, the Razor Crest. Crest. Yeah, yeah. Um, which we'll talk a little bit more about the his ship a little bit later. And yeah, so we find that it's all torn apart, and it's because of those little fucks the Jawas. Right. Yes. The and we jaw. get to see a real live, like large and in charge sand crawler, and that was pretty cool. That was super dope. And what game was it? Was it uh, was it super? Was it Super Star Wars? Super Star Wars. Yeah. It's like a it's like a, a straight out of a level of Super Star Wars when the Mandalorian's trying to climb up the. The sand crawler, and he gets. They're popping out the side and shit. Yeah, and, and trying to like shoot him like and hit him and whatnot. Sweet little throwback there. Um, what's the? <laughs> I'm getting a little ahead of myself. What do they? What do they call the egg? What's the little egg chant oh, that I they don't do? Remember? Shit. Can't remember what it's called. It's all like a furry egg. But the <laughs> the point is that they stole his ship. The Mandalorian wants the parts back, and they say that they want his armor or no yeah his helmet right i think they want his helmet and his guns and he says like his blasters his religion right can't take his helmet off right um and you know so they say they want this this egg of a creature uh, a mudhorn egg a mudhorn egg is what they're what they're after yeah so yeah, he has to go he's like, we don't know what a mudhorn is they yeah. they chant some sort of jawa word that means egg so long story short he has to go find this egg and it belongs to a mudhorn. And that this mudhorn is a uh, large creature with a giant horn, kind of like a rhino, but even more uh, crazy looking. Right, right. And it's massive. That, it's all covered in fur. And that mudhorn fucks the Mandalorian up, dude. He gets wrecked. Fucked him up, dude. He probably would have died. Um, yeah, he would have died. If except... not for his little traveling companion. Yes, Baby Yoda shows that... <clears throat> Even being a toddler at 50, he still has the power of the Force. Because he stops the Mudhorn dead in his tracks, and the Mandalorian shoves a three-inch knife that somehow kills the giant beast into its neck. Which, you know what, I was paying attention to this a little bit more. Is that a vibroblade? Might be. Because if you look at it closely, it is vibrating. You can see it vibrating. Hmm. And then in an episode, uh, like an episode or two later, when he... Again, getting a little bit ahead of myself, but when he like gets to that confrontation with the other Mandalorian, and they both pull out knives, both of their blades are you can see them vibrating. So I wonder if it's like hmm. I wonder if it's a vibra blade, and that's why he's is that able why they to call it a vibra blade because it vibrates. You know, I always we probably should have like, done um, more research on that before yeah. this, but uh, I, I don't we know. Just I'm, I'm that's kind why of... we have like seven listeners <laughs> actually because we record. That's why we have seven. But, listeners. <laughs> uh, but I think that's what it is. If I am not mistaken. I'm not really sure. But uh, so to me, this was kind of the first filler episode, right? Kind of like a like a side. It reminded me of like a side quest in a video game, right? So he's off. He has to go back to return the guy or the, the, the child, the baby Yoda. And instead, right. he has to go do a little side quest to get the egg 
to get his parts back. It reminds me of a video game. I'm not complaining about that. I think it's kind of cool, personally. I mean, this whole... I mean, it, it kind of felt that way throughout the whole season in, in a way. Some of the episodes were like, oh, you're going on a new mission, and then you're going to do this other mission, and then you're going to do this other mission. It felt like you're, you're watching a live version of somebody playing a, a really awesome video game. However... We did get to see Baby Yoda fuck this mud horn up and really understand, like, oh, this thing can use the Force pretty fucking amazingly. Yeah, because, again, the mud horn was not tiny. It was a, a big creature, and he stopped it dead in his tracks, lifting him up off the ground, and it, you know, gave the Mandalorian all the time he needed to kill the thing and get the egg. The egg, the suka. The suka. Suka. <laughs> And then those fucking little meth fiends hack it open and go to town like it's a like it's a fucking drug war. And that's all they wanted. They just wanted to to break it open and and like not even all of them got it. Like, <laughs> no, no way. There wasn't that Brought much. Brought this egg back. They hacked it open and they were just <laughs> just fucking gobbling down this nasty fucking yolk. But I did like that uh, that episode and that we got to see, you know, the inside of the the sand crawler, you know. Uh, the Mandalorian was sitting in the cockpit, and it's very tiny, and he like bumps his head. Just a lot of that was, I don't know, just things the, that we haven't really seen before. That sort of stuff yeah. is to me one of the reasons why this show has been so good. You know, and, and we'll talk about another episode that goes into that a little bit more um, in a few more episodes. Um, so they repair his ship. Him yep. and him and the little Ugnat repair his ship, fly off, and then this was one of the best episodes of the season, in my opinion. Oh, the uh, chapter three. Yes, because then he goes Same. back to the planet. Uh, starts with an N. N- Narv. Whatever. No- Novograd. <laughs> Wait, no, that's the other. Uh, whatever the fuck the name that we're watching. Whatever. The, <laughs> the Witcher. <laughs> whatever the fucking the name of planet is, uh, he goes back there to deliver the asset to this little baby Yoda to to get his prize. To our Hozog. <clears throat> yeah. The yeah. Wouldn't you agree? Uh, goes back, delivers the little, the little baby Yoda heartbreaking scene, obviously. Um, and that's some that's one of the things that in these past two episodes that the Mandalorian is doing really well is that they were really getting you attached to just the Mandalorian as a whole. They got you attached to these new characters, and especially obviously baby Yoda. Everybody is in love with baby Yoda. Yeah, he's adorable. He's touching things, you know, touching knobs. Taking that little knob off and and wanting it in Mandalorian, you know, just being the cutest thing we've ever seen. Cutest television. goddamn thing. Uh, so and and yeah, yeah. So he delivers Yoda the little the little baby. He gets this massive stack of Beskar as a reward, and we're like, dude, why the fuck did you give that baby up? But whatever, he I mean, got the Beskar and he got the Beskar. Damn. What a baller ass scene yeah. when he fucking when he comes out like strutting with that full set of Beskar oh, armor, dude. We didn't talk about in episode one is I mean we we touched on it, but the like underground Mandalorians and yeah, kind of right. how cool that is and how uh, you know they're they're living in secret and they they mention at one point you know only one can go up at a time, right? Which is weird because he right. doesn't is he the only one that goes out? I don't really know. He doesn't seem to follow that part of the rule i don't like yeah that was a little unclear to me but there's obviously a whole clan of mandalorians living in secret in this sewer underneath this town that apparently nobody knows about that's kind of how i took it but so at the beginning of the series he has his helmet and then he gets a 
a powder, pa- a pauldron. Is that what they're called? Something like that. Yeah. So, whatever. Made of Beskar steel, the, the Beskar armor. The rest of the it is, you know, pieced whatever, together, tattooed, scrap metal, thing. whatever the fuck it is. Uh, and then delivers Yoda, gets his reward, Takes which is back to that badass armor, shitloads of Beskar, right? And he has an entire fucking amazing suit of. He basically looks a lot like Jango Fett does in in Episode Two. Yeah, and apparently, I mean, I think they mentioned that it's so much Beskar that it's going to be able to make his full suit and then still have enough for the foundlings. Right. right? Which is cool. With foundlings being... Basically um, a shitload of Beskar. Yeah. And foundlings being part of the... uh, Not not necessarily Mandalorians, but people found by Mandalorians. Yeah. And and it's like part of their their religion or their belief to like, if you find someone who's in need, it's your job to like take Mm -hmm. care of them. Yeah. But he gets the armor. And then he goes onto a ship... And he's about to take off, and then he like he fuck this. I got my reward. Knob I'm out. That that Yoda. The that lack of the knob. The lack of the knob, and and really just gets hit in the feels. He's like, I, I can't, I can't do this. Super I hard, I right in the feels. So then he goes back to save homeboy, and just fucking wrecks house, and goes to the Imperial uh, thing. And remember, in the Imperial in Episode One, they said, you know, it's four to one. And he said, I like those odds, those odds, and and you know. Obviously, we clearly see why. we know why because he just destroys and now he has the best car, so it's like not even a competition. What were those? Um, there was there was something extra. I forget what they called it. It was like a, a weapon that she made, and then he ended up using. Like, oh, the, something birds. Uh, what was that? There were like a bunch of like little needles that shot out of his wrist attachment that were like homing, t- little tiny homing, homing missiles. Birds. I don't know. Okay. Either way. Whatever the hell they were called. That was really cool to see him use that. He went in and just wrecked shit, uh, stole Baby Yoda, killed all these people, mm-hmm. all these stormtroopers. But now that he stole the bounty back, all of the other... We find out that every single member of the guild had a tracking beacon to find this asset. The Mandalorian was the only one who was able to actually do it because he was getting attacked by all kinds of guild members to try to mm-hmm. get this along the way, including a couple of Trandosians... When he was on that planet with the Mudhorn, but all their backing be- uh, tracking begins get reactivated, and now they're all on top of his ass, and he's yeah. about to get fucked. So he's trying to leave the city, and Grief Karga, the the bounty hunter guild, uh, I don't know, boss on that planet, the guy that that the Mando, talks the leader to. of the guild, yeah, yeah, yeah. Apollo <clears throat> Creed, right? You know. <laughs> uh, he kind of stops him and tells him to hand over the the child, and he essentially says, "Go fuck yourself." Apollo, I ain't doing that shit. And he starts firing, and you know he's kind of trapped. And then all of a sudden, I don't know where, right out of left field, fucking Mandalorians, just Mandalorians come, come out. They're like, you know what? Fuck this. Kick fucking ass. This is dude. the way, bitch. This is the way. That was so dope, just to like see all of them. I don't have we. Well, I guess we have in like some of the cartoon shows we've seen. Yeah. Mandalorians so actually, it was really like, cool to see them. Uh, I mean, the only <clears> time we've seen a Mandalorian use a jetpack is to go from one skiff to another and then hit the fucking big skiff and fall into a sarlacc pit that's the only time we've ever seen the mandalor a mandalorian use a uh jetpack so uh, well untrue because jango fett used it Fuck, when he was you're writing right. uh obi-wan uh, <laughs> although they aren't really mandalorians technically speaking they're not well yeah you're true <laughs> but um either way Baller ass scene. Mandalorians come, and it was a bunch cool of too, fucking ass. In the when he was in the enclave with the Mandalorians getting the armor, uh, a, a giant Mandalorian guy is all like, "Yo, like, why does he get all this? Like, he's 
helping the enemy. They try to kill us all, and right. then he's helping them out. And there was a little bit of a confrontation there, right? You mentioned that. He pulled right. open the knife and right. all that shit. Uh, and, and, you know, he's there fighting along with them, saving them, saying, you know, this is the way. Just fucking clearly a bunch of badasses. That episode was really sick. My favorite episode up to that point. Yep. So what, after that, they, after that is when they go to that planet where they where yeah, he meets yeah. Cara Dune, right? Yeah, this one's called the Sanctuary, and he goes. I, I believe he's just going to find a remote planet to just chill, to chill, and right. He's got this baby. baby. He knows his. He knows like the heat is real right now. He's got a lay low. Yeah, so he's going yeah. to this secluded place. He thinks and this where starts out with there. these like secluded people that are um, fishing village of some kind, some sort of you know primitive type of folk that yep. don't really get out they just farm their lands and live right that's it right um so he goes there to chill and they get raided and he's nearby and and they come, well so that's just kind of setting up the episode right and then he's chilling in a cantina and sees a badass chick that he i believe recognizes i don't like they, do they know each he, other he i think the assumption was is that he thinks that she is a guild member and she is there to fuck his ass up and take the baby. Yeah. And she also thinks that he's a guild member there to bring her in as a bounty of some kind because she's wanted because we find out that she is a drop trooper. For, uh, yeah, shock, former drop trooper. Uh, shock drop trooper or something like that. Well. She, she would get dropped she in was, she was like a shock trooper. Yeah, but that was shock drop troopers were different because those were a part of like the clone army, and she was part of the Rebel Alliance. Well, they probably right? were similar. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, well, either way, she's a drop trooper who fought against the Empire. Yep. Ex soldier, clearly badass. Who's played by Gianna uh, or Car- Gina, Car- Gina Carla? Something. No, I can only think of uh, Giancarlo Esposito. Esposito. <laughs> um, She's she's, she's former, a former MMA. MMA. Yeah. Uh she plays Gina the, Carano. Gina yeah. Carano. She plays the badass chick in Deadpool. Yeah. Oh, right. I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like, and she's like, awesome. like the she's, super strong tank bitch who like if you ask me destroys Colossus. Um So they have a little little They scuffle. have a scuffle. Dope again. Another dope ass fight scene. Yep. There's the uh, there's a lot of like fighting, like a really good memeable. fighting scene. Yes. But it that fight scene ends with Probably the cutest thing Baby Yoda's done all season, which ends with him just sitting there drinking his tea drinking like his a little soup. fucking housewife, <laughs> like reading, you know, opening up the the door for the first time. This this I wonder like what the record is for most memes the show has given to society. This has got to be, be up there. there. This I mean, has got to be up there. Uh, so the Mandalorian gets poached by these primitive folks to help them out that they're getting raided all the time and by some species i don't remember what the species name was yeah, but they also that. live on that planet and he's just like well maybe i can lay low there for a little while yeah help them out so he does and this is the first time that we see uh an atst be something that looks like something you wouldn't want to come across this right is the first time uh, an atsd is actually menacing and terrifying to see right yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. so these bastards have a fucking atsd chilling around with these they, dark red eyes right. and shit they've clearly awesome. come across like x imperial gear yeah. and equipment that's been left behind for whatever whatever reason and it is extremely menacing and terrifying to see and it also was kind of hilarious to me because they kept talking about how there's nothing on this planet that can take that thing down 
Except, except trees. trees or sticks. rocks and sticks. I don't know. Do you guys have any teddy bears? A bunch of te- <laughs> the little little uh, uh, inconsistent there. I think. Um, but but it was very cool to see. I don't remember how they bring it down. To be honest with you, but they dug a false hole oh, right. inside of this little water pit, and it stepped into it, and it fell, collapsed. They threw a grenade through the eye and blew it up, and and that ends Hasta with Vista. Uh, you know, Cardoon is going to leave, and Mandalorian. You know, he's talking about staying there for no, a while. No, Cardoon stays. She does stay. Well, I mean, he, he, was he comes leave. back later to that planet to find her. It's the same planet. Oh, mm-hmm. my bad. My bad. But regardless. because because she's basically like, I was here first. Yeah. Fuck off. That's true. <clears throat> and well, they were both going to stay there. In that village, but a guild member shows up, tries to assassinate Baby and we, Yoda. Like, for a hot second, I'm like, oh my god, they just killed Yoda. Yeah. Or Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda. The child. And gasping moment there. They don't. For sure. Caradune, Caradune took him out. The fool. And that's when the Mandalorian realizes that he just, he no matter where he goes, he's not safe. Like, they're going to find him. Yep. They're going to keep tracking him down, keep tracking him down. Which and leads this us episode, to our next episode. Well, first of all, before we do that, this episode, I think, is where we... First, here that like uh, the Mandalorian has not taken his helmet off in front of a living person since he was a child, since yeah. he was a family, since he was like True. eight or so. We don't know how old. And we he kind is, of but... always assumed that he hadn't like that was a thing. You don't Mandalorians don't take their helmets off, but this kind of like gave us a little more yeah, insight into there was it. A, there was a, a thirsty girl, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that uh, clearly wanted the Mandalorian. She wanted and... that Mando juice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that she did, and you know I. I kind of thought he liked her as well, but she wanted uh, him to give like, her her blue milk. <laughs> That's true. Anyway, next episode. Yeah, yeah. So that leads us to our next thrilling adventure. Another side um, quest for old Mandalorian. Let's see. Was this the this one is, where he goes to Tatooine and we've got all those goes, awesome yeah. throwbacks? This is the nostalgia episode. Yeah, there's so many throwbacks in this. So and, many and cool it's, throwbacks. It's freaking awesome. So he gets uh, to Tatooine. Yes. Oh well. First of all, why does he go to Tatooine? Starts out with a sweet space battle. That's why he goes to Tatooine. Oh yeah. That, like, some bounty hunter found, found him. Finds him out in space randomly, mm-hmm. and there's a sweet space battle. He does this crazy thing where he like I don't know if he like reverse boosts his jet to like or his like uh, to, to make to make like, go the backwards. ship like fly past him or whatever. Yeah, it takes and it up. Just blast the motherfucker, and that was awesome. But but his ship sustains battle, right? Yeah. Or his ship sustains damage, damage from the battle. battle. Yeah. So he has to land on the planet. It happens to be Tatooine. They land. He lands in Mos Eisley, in what looks like the exact spaceport that the Mandalorian or that the Millennium Falcon, Millennium Falcon. yeah, was chilling in in right. Episode Four. So yep. that was really cool to see. Leaves the little baby with this person who's going to fix his ship while he goes and that looks is? for money. You told me, is it a director? Or no, is it a no? That that was someone else. This lady I just found out today researching for this podcast is amy sedaris amy sedaris she's uh she's in a lot of little things but i mean i just watched elf two days ago and she she's like the assistant to the father in elf oh yeah i don't know she was someone yeah. that people was thinking someone was on the mask on singer. the mask yeah, singer yeah. yes anyway i just thought that was yes, kind of funny yes yes oh shit <laughs> you're right that is her i just watched elf recently too holy fuck yeah. okay 
So leaves the baby with her with because he needs to go get money to fucking pay her for the repairs because he doesn't have fucking yeah. money. So he's like, oh, I'm going to go find work and I'll be back. And he goes to the cantina. Yep. The cantina from episode called, four. But I don't remember either. Moss Eisley Cantina. It's a lot less busy these days. And <laughs> it looks like it's being run by droids, which the irony of that statement right. is not lost on me. Right. Exactly. Because the bartender behind the bar is we a droid. We don't serve kind here. Yeah, it's a, it's one of those same droids that uh, episode um, six, I think. Uh, uh, yeah, the, when, when the they little, like flapping mouth, and they he's the one who like his excellency will have great use for you. Yeah, yeah, in Job of the Hut. Since his last translator <laughs> failed him, and they're yeah, torturing that droid with the. Droid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's behind the bar, which is weird because when the last time we saw this cantina, hey, was... you're they're kind of not allowed in here. Your droids exactly. have to wait outside. Uh, interesting. Yep. Um, he goes and sits down, presumably what looks like the same well, exact booth. We meet a uh, the gunslinger, I guess, because that's what this episode is called. Right. Um, this bounty hunter named Toro Calican. I don't know, but uh, he's posted up almost exactly like Han, Han Solo was, right. and I think what is supposed to be the same booth. It look sure looks a lot right like where that same booth. Greedo died after getting shot by Han without touching his blaster. <laughs> <laughs> Meaning Greedo did not shoot at Han and go fuck himself. Let's all make that very clear. Han shot first. <laughs> so so cool. moving on. You know what? Just to throw back, just to rewind a little bit. Another, we're talking about all this nostalgia and these like things that are being brought back from uh, some of the original movies. I don't know if you caught this, but I feel like it was maybe the second episode when they're... Oh, you know what? Actually, might be this episode. They're like looking through. It is this episode. Never mind. So they're going out to like find this bounty, right? From some crazy, awesome assassin who's legendary and super lethal. And they're, I remember this, this, they're looking through these like set of binoculars or whatever the Star Wars term for binoculars is. And they see Banthas. And like the view of them looking through, like, oh, there's a bunch of Banthas down there, reminded me a lot of episode, episode four, four yeah. when and Luke I thought, is looking through the Banthas and all this I thought the exact same. same thing was going to happen. Right, they pop up. Pops up. They, Only you they look took to a the different left. approach. Yeah. So right. the, the basis of this is these, this bounty hunter, uh, Toro, wants to join the bounty hunter's guild. That's like his main thing. He doesn't care about the money. Right, he right. He just wants right. to join the guild. Right? right. And he wants to track down this bounty. Yeah. Uh, Fennec Shand, played um, by. Ming Washen or something. Ming Sha Wen, Ming Wa- yeah. whatever, something. Sorry, you know where you know her from name. Agents of Shield. Um, and apparently she's this super deadly assassin that yeah. is everybody's looking for, or a lot of people are looking for. Can't find her, can't kill her because she's it's just too good. Mm-hmm. So he tries. He enlists the Mandalorian to help him do that, and was going to give him all the money as long as he got the 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 glory. Right. So they do. They say in another throwback. At least a reference to something we'll talk about soon is that um, that we can find her out past the Dune Sea. Okay, uh, and the yes. Dune Sea is where the Sarlacc pit, the 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 right. pit carcoon or whatever they call that, yeah, 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 uh, yeah. Is, is in the Dune Sea. So um, that's something for a little bit later. But they go out there, and we meet the uh, Sand People. Yes, right, Tuscan right. Raiders. So that so that scene where they're looking through the binoculars. Oh, there's a bunch of banthas down there, but I don't see any sand people. And then the sand person pops up and tries to kill Luke. Well, little different twist. It's almost the same thing, shot for shot, of them looking through this scope to see the banthas. But this 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 guy who wants to join the 
uh, guild and what the fuck's is nuts looks looks to his left and sees Mando there with a couple of sand people. And they're basically going to help them find this this target. Yeah, he just wants to essentially, he negotiates with them on how to get through, you know, essentially like, we want to go through your land. And he's like doing hand gestures, kind of something that I guess Anakin and Luke were both too stupid to be able to do. (laughs) Even though Anakin or Luke grew up. On tattooing, now you would think he. Well, I don't know if it was stupid enough to Anakin do. He just wanted to kill them all because true. they killed his mom. Okay, that's true. He's not <laughs> stupid. He's just murderous, and so they end up getting passage through. Uh, Toro has to give up his binoculars. I said that weird binoculars. Binoculars. His binox. His binox. <laughs> and uh, then they get passage through, and they find a dewback somewhere with a body trailing behind it. Right, and they think it's the target, but it's not. It's just somebody that she killed, right? Or, and yeah. she's hanging out in the distance with this long-range sniper rifle. Mm-hmm. Snipes his bitch ass, but the best car is best car, so <laughs> it blocks it. It's the best car. The best best car. <laughs> and so they do their thing, they shoot a bunch of flares, they get up to her, they take her, boom. They have got their bounty, right? However... One of the speeders is blown up. Yes. The so Mando has to go take this. Back to that dude back. And goes back and gets whatever repairs, parts or something so, so they can get He's back. just getting the dude back so that they can put her back on, like, so they can all go That's together, right. That's right, right. That's right. So while he's doing that, the bounty, uh, Fennec, is uh, manipulating. I think manipulating. Trying to talk her way out of. I think she would have just sliced yeah. his throat open if, if he actually opened up the uh the cuffs. shackles yeah yeah, yeah, yeah so she's sure. essentially saying you know that's i'm pretty sure that's the mandalorian that has a like if you Huge take this guy band, in you yeah. will be a legend and and remember that's all he wants he just wants to get in that guild right so so what's he do fucking fuck kills her i'm like oh damn i'm taking this glory i don't need your bounty anymore bitch hey, fuck you, i have whore. a new idea so he hops on a speeder speeds <clears> away <throat> leaves her out Mando comes back on a do-back and is like, oh, god damn it. And has to crawl his way all the way back with that slow-ass do-back yep. to Moss Eisley. Finds this motherfucker sitting there with Baby Yoda. It's like, Throws up his, another, I think, a flare, right? Yeah, right, and right, right. Kills ends him up shooting, pretty easily. Ends up shooting him. Yeah. Kills him pretty handedly. But Long story short, he kills the dude, that's takes the Baby episode, Yoda, or so we Takes think. off. Boom. As we mentioned, this was out past the Dune Sea, right? So, it the next scene, and it ends the episode, is we see Boots walking towards this dead bounty. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it bends down, and it's over. That's it. Nothing. We don't see anything else. Just Boots. We do get a sound clip. We do. We get two sound clips. We get two we'll, sound clips. I'll try and post these in the show notes if I can remember. <laughs> no but promises. The first one was a little droid beeping. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And we hear that exact same sound in episode four in the remake when Boba Fett walks on screen uh, when Jabba and Han right. meet. Right. right. And then we hear the noise of these boots walking and, and metal clanging together. So like as spurs. The boots are walking. Right. Yes. The kind of, yeah, it sounds like boots with spurs on them. Right. Yeah. Which is the exact same sound again that we hear when Boba Fett walks on screen in, in episode, episode five. five. When... Uh, you know, Han starts shooting at Darth Vader. Yeah. He pops around the corner, 
Spurs. Exact same. Not it. Not not similar. No. It's like they literally exact took same. that sound. We and did put it. In a, here. We did a comparison. The video. The the audio clip from those movies against the audio clip from this episode. Exact same. Exact so, same. Either it's Boba Fett, or they really want us to think it's Boba Fett. Yeah. Which because they know nerds like us will see that shit. Which, spoiler alert, we finished the se- the season now. Still didn't find out no what idea. the fuck that was. We'll probably find out next season. Or it's just them laughing at us. Yep, and... they're just trying to fuck with us. They're like, oh, Star Wars fans are gonna think this is so crazy, but it's actually nothing. Ha 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 Fucking assholes. I'd like to think that Dave Filoni is better than that, but yeah, I guess we'll find out. So and that that's... leads us to the next episode, so that's Chapter that. Six, <clears throat> The Prisoner. One of my favorites. Definitely. But... My favorite episode, I think. I well, there, there's so many good so, episodes so good. and so many good parts of the episodes, but this is definitely one of the cooler ones for me. One of the ones that kind of that was this was the badass episode that I was looking for to kind of show us. Wow, the Mandalorian is. We knew he was for real, but he's for real, for real. Like he, he he's not invincible, which we've seen, right? Like he he gets hit. Luckily, he has Beskar, right? Because uh, he gets hit yeah, with gunshots, right. and I mean, he almost died by the. Uh, what's it called? The Mudhorn, you know? So right. he's definitely not yep. invincible, but he's so badass. He still pulls it through. And in this episode, we're introduced to several more new of characters. A taste of that badassness in this episode, too. A lot of these are, uh, like, pretty... Uh, at least, to me, I knew all of, all of the characters that are in this. Like, all the, the cameos. All, all, all the actors. Yeah. Right, right. They're all new characters, mm-hmm. but we all the actors are pretty apparent. Yeah, so we have Bill Burr, my favorite comedian, who is, uh, is awesome. Mayfeld. He's the head of the this group that Mandalorian meets up with. Basically a uh, a, a predator version of a outer space bounty hunter. He's got like that gun Apparently thing on his shoulder. Yeah, the, the guy. So Mandalorian meets up. I think he just, again, needs money. Meets up with someone he used to run with. Right. This, um, I think his, his name is Ranzar Malk. He's played by Mark Boone Jr. From, oh, they don't uh, like falafel. <laughs> 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 from Batman Begins fame, um, and also Sons of Anarchy. He's the hairy fella. Ah. So, um, that's that's mainly what I know him from. But uh, and he's he seems like an interesting character. Uh, so he he gets together a crew to uh, save a prisoner on a New Republic gun or prisoner ship. All right. Again, the Mando just needs money. Just right? needs money. This is another job. And it's a four person job. So uh, they use. Um, Bill Burr's character Mayfeld he heads it up with Mandalorian as well as uh, which is interesting because Bill Burr has like been known to like not really like Star Wars yeah he always shits on Star Wars fans always shits on Star Wars but so it it was funny apparently he was at a party uh, at John Favreau's house and um, was talking and John Favreau essentially invited him to be on the show yeah just like do you want to be on the show Mm -hmm. and his wife uh nia you might know her from um you know bill burr's monday morning podcast or the monday morning uh or the thursday afternoon just before friday monday morning podcast (laughs) one of those um because she's regularly on it and she says like what are you what are you doing you have to do this like you have to be in this so which i mean good call on her part yeah it was i think uh another of the characters is jian is that tonks that is Tonks, played by Natalia Tena, I think. So she's a Twi'lek. She's a Twi'lek. She's we know uh, her from Harry Potter. She she's a magician, Ninfandora Tonks, uh, and she's also a uh, wildling in. Um, oh yeah, she's Asha. Asha, Asha yeah. In yeah. Game of so 
and she's an interesting character. I like her a lot. I, I want to see more of her because she kind of reminds me of like a Harley Quinn type of character. That's like sort of yeah, kind of like you know what sexual. That's a really um, good analogy, actually. A badass, clearly, the way she handles her knives and shit. Oh yeah, she gets Mandalorian she, in between the best. Guard. Yeah, she's a she, she's a lethal, yeah, minx. Yeah, she's for fucking awesome. Sure. Uh, then Berg, we get Berg, who's just a super badass and incredibly strong mother fucking Devorian. Yes, which is really cool to see the Devorians. Side note, I uh, yeah, uh, listened to I can't remember the guy's name. He did. Um, He's like one of the most famous makeup artists in uh, the history of Hollywood. Like he did like American Werewolf in London. He did a shitload of oh. the Star Wars stuff and the Cantina. Like oh damn, uh, he was on Joe Rogan's podcast recently, and he was talking about that. And that he got hired for that. And they essentially a lot of the stuff that we see in the Cantina mm-hmm. uh, is stuff that he already did that he just had laying around. So like the oh, Devorian, wow. uh, like the Wolf guy. All, all sorts of those are uh, just remade. Just fun fact. Wow. Is, I did not know that. Uh, that is fucking awesome. Guy. Yeah. Uh, and then, so he's the Berg. He's this big, badass dude. Played mm-hmm. by Clancy Brown. Clancy Brown. Famous voice from lots of different things. Several of them in Star Wars. Mm-hmm. One of which, the first one that comes to my mind is, uh, oh my god, Opress. Savage. Savage Opress. Darth Maul's quote-unquote brother in the Clone Wars, who... Mm-hmm. Ultimately gets his dick kicked in by uh, Emperor Palpatine, our boy. One of the best. D-Sid. Also from Shawshank Redemption. And I remember you saying that. I haven't seen Shawshank in so long. It's been a while. I don't remember who he is. He's like a guard, right? Mm -hmm. He was also the voice of the leader of Lothal in in Star Wars Rebels. I can't remember his name. I don't remember his name either, but he's like an old white dude with... He looks looks exactly like what he looks like in real life, kind of. Probably most famously uh, is the voice of Mr. Krabs, which I did not know until looking him up. Oh my gosh. That's right. He's Mr. Krabs. Oh, and finally, the last one is the droid. I can't remember the droid's name. Shio or something? No. um, Zero, I think. Right? What droid? The droid... um, Zero is his name. Yeah. The droid that is piloting the ship. So they use the Razor's Crest because it's not on any of the, like... New Republic uh, banned yeah. ships or whatever, yeah. not from the Empire, yeah. and it has some capabilities that I guess are illegal that they need. I don't know what it is, mm-hmm. but they take the ship to a New Republic prisoner thing, which I think is cool. It's the first time we've seen like a New Republic ship, yeah. Um, and not that it's you know not like a rebellion or a resistance, but an actual New Republic, New Republic, and New Republic tech. Yeah, kind of seemed like old Imperial tech. Which would make sense if they're gonna take over a little bit, yeah. Utilize some things. So I, I, I don't know. I thought that was pretty cool. And you know, they find Baby Yoda while they're chilling there, and and Bill Burr drops his ass. He drops his ass. He drops yeah, he's Baby Yoda. He's like, which some of them dropping him. Yeah. Well, it, not really, but he's holding the Baby Yoda while the droid takes them out of hyperspace suddenly without telling them. He's like, and we're dropping, and uh... he ends up like they, you know, he holds on and the Baby Yoda falls. Um, Bill Burr addressed that in his uh, in his Monday morning podcast the week after. What did he say? He was like, first of all, I'm not going to talk about it, but I do have to clear my name because <laughs> I did not drop the Baby Yoda. Like, you try standing in, you know, hyperspace and then the droid suddenly drops out of it and you don't even know. You try holding on to a Baby Yoda. Something like that. It's hilarious. Hey, he didn't punch it. 
It's true. Which we'll get to that. But Uh, I do. One of the things that I do love is um, he did imitate a uh, a Gungan, which was awesome to hear Bill Burr of all people imitate a Gungan. That was hilarious. He's like mocking the Mandalorian when he's talking. Yeah, and he's he's like, "Are you a Gungan underneath that helmet?" Because they're trying to take his helmet off. You so not wanted to see your face or some something (laughs) like something along those lines. And then uh, another funny bit was when they first meet. He says that he was a former Imperial sharpshooter. And then the guy like laughs at him. And then he's like, I wasn't a stormtrooper, wise ass. <laughs> or something like that. There's so many good like references that make fun of all the things that we've been making fun of as Star yeah, Wars fans great. since it came out. This there's just so many things about this show that are just that just Amazing. Are so amazing. In so many ways that I can't even begin to describe. So they get Most to this. Short. They get to this prisoner ship. They they find the prisoner. It ends up being Tonks's brother, mm-hmm. Quinn, right? Ken, something like that. The other thing that I do want to mention, that I do want to talk about, is there's one New Republic soldier aboard this vessel, which I they thought that was like supposed to be nobody there, right? Yeah. It's like yeah. an unmanned vessel, and the guy who plays the only New Republic soldier on this prisoner ship is the voice of anakin, anakin skywalker yep. in clone wars matt lanter right? yep. yeah i thought that was pretty cool that they're like including some of the old people yeah. as random cameos in this long story um, oh and he he's the guy that presses the like homing beacon kind of like an emergency that notifies the new republic notifies yes that, right, so right, right, right. Or, the, happens, or the resist is it the new republic or the, the resistance republic or who is yeah. he okay <clears throat> so at that point he you know, they're like, shit, we gotta go. We gotta go find this guy. Mm-hmm. They go find him. They betray Mandalorian. They push him in the thing, in the, in the cell. In the cell, lock him in there. You know, he's in there for a whole three minutes before he, <laughs> before gets he, out. Before he escapes. And, and then just... Which, I really like this, like, where they split up and he's, like, tracking them down. It, it really reminded me of, like, especially when he goes behind Bill Burr, right? Be, behind Mayfield. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or, yeah, Mayfield. Yeah. And uh, I keep thinking Baker Mayfield. So uh, anyway, so he goes behind and it's like flashing lights behind him and yeah, he's yeah. like disappearing and reappearing behind him. Yeah. And to me, that along with some of the other aspects of this really kind of seemed like a, a horror film, oh. like an old, like eighties horror film to me. And I sort of, I, know, I just really liked that. I thought I, it was cool. I, the only difference is the, the person who's trying to kill all the people is the one you're rooting for. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're not rooting for Michael Myers. Uh, I mean, he has to kill his sister. Yeah, but you know, Jamie Lear Curtis was so hot back then. She's dope. Dude. She's dope. Anyway, one of the dopest sequences I think of this show that was some of my fa- that was my favorite. Some of my favorite sequences was just him going through, and you don't see a lot. But what's that makes it so much more badass? You you just he doesn't you don't have to see what happens to know that he just destroyed that entire crew. Yeah, which you kind of they kind of lead you to believe that he killed all of them. But at the end of the episode, you find out that he's so awesome that he didn't have to kill them. He's he was able to capture cell. them and put them all in that cell. And remember, he was he in that was cell for a whole three minutes. <laughs> yeah. and the three of them could not get out. <laughs> the four of them. Because no. they, they got his brother. No, the br- brother. he took the brother with them. Oh, right, because he was yeah, the bounty. Yeah. yeah, That's right. So he goes back to uh, Mark Boone, uh, Ranzar, back to the... Back to the original, the the whatever space citadel yeah. that he went to to begin and with, and he gives him over, and he flies off, and then lo and behold, the motherfucker was going to be Tram. Told him to go kill him, but Mandalorian is a smart bitch. 
he found that tracking beacon, put it in Quinn, and as he's flying away, fucking Dave Filoni and a couple of the other directors cameo their asses into the X-Wings. Fucking X-Wings. Which was really cool. Really cool moment because like you never it's like a, a an interesting perspective to see somebody who's about to get attacked by X-Wings. They lose their shit. They're oh, like, yeah. oh my God, are those X-Wings? And you don't really we never really get that. We're just like, oh yeah, X-Wings. Mm-hmm. Like in yeah, all the other movies, just like, okay, they're yeah, cool. They're terrifying coming. to see. Yeah. Like for somebody who's you. not like part of like one of the main armies that we see throughout all the different movies in Star Wars, that's like a terrifying thing to see and obviously the three x-wings come and just completely obliterate the which sucks because i I mean i'd like to see more of that mark boone jr and i want to know more about this quinn guy which one was which one was the quinn guy he's the brother the twi'lek that the oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. i mean there's some definitely there was some interesting plots to explore there but oh well and that's pretty much that that was the that was the prisoner yeah and that kind of wraps up the side quest right like right, these were all kind of like, 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 like going back to the whole video game thing. These yeah. were all the side quests. Now we're back to the main mission. Yeah, and and up until the next episode, chapter seven, we did our game. leveling up. We got our armor. We got our cool guns. Mm-hmm. We got we got all the little character feats that we had to get. Now it's time to go back to the main story. And that was a criticism. People were saying that it's a show about nothing, where he's just and just flying around doing random things and. And you know, up until that say? point, I was like, I don't give a shit. I think right. that's awesome. Yeah. I'm saying, those people, fuck you. The that's next awesome. episode, The Reckoning, kind of brings it all full circle, right? So in each episode, we kind of introduce to someone new, uh, kind of seeing more of what he can do. Ooh, shit. Like you, can, like you were talking about, <laughs> uh, up, upgrading his armor and all yeah, sorts yeah. of shit, right? Yeah. And this kind of brings all full circle. So he gets a right. transmission from Grief Karga, the Apollo Who's again, Apollo Creed, the leader of the guild. Saying, you know, hey, we like, come back to this planet. Uh, the Imperials are here. We'll make a trade. We'll deal with it. Everything will be fine. He kind of suspects it's a trap. He would not be the uh, intelligent badass we thought he was if he didn't trip. suspect it was exactly. a trap, right? So he goes and, again, brings it full circle and finds the people that we found or that we see throughout the series uh, to kind of recruit them to help him out. Right. He goes so he goes back, back to, to that- that, that, that jungle planet or whatever the hell it was Cara to get Dune. Cara Dune. And should we see her beating the shit out of some... As she does in the Ithorian ant. Zabrak? Uh, yeah, Z- Zabrak, Ithorian, I don't know. I never really Both. understood the difference Neither. between them, but... Um, he goes back to the planet where he found Baby Yoda, gets <clears throat> Quill. Lo right. and behold, that motherfucker found IG-11, rebranded him. Right. He's a nurse droid He's now. Nurse He's droid no longer now. a hunter droid. Yeah. Which is super cool because I was a little disappointed that he was only in one episode and then mm-hmm. that was it. Because I had liked, first of all, I love Taika Waititi. Liked that we got the whole IG unit back into the, the mix and got to see what they were really capable of doing. So that was cool that they brought him back. But he went to go get Quill so that when they go back to obviously face the guild and whatever imps and Imperials, yeah. are there waiting for them, that somebody could be there to watch the baby. And that was Quill. And bringing back these characters that... While we were barely introduced to them, we kind of, I don't know, I like them. I think they're cool. Yeah. Like, I didn't buy Definitely. Cara Dune's um, Force, or like Black Series action figure. I kind of want to now. I, I mean? kind of want to now, too. I didn't know that they had one. I want to build Burr one so bad. <laughs> oh, so bad. you know that they're going to make one. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so they go back to the planet. They meet up with Grief and his a couple um, stooges that he has mm-hmm. hired. And 
they're trekking back to the city and they get attacked by Minox, maybe? I don't know, like pterodactyls, something? I have Dude, no idea what they are. Those are not fucking Minox. Yeah. My, no, not I little tiny little things, s- Minox. bat creatures who were, those things were like eating on the power lines. Motherfuckers. No, these things were, yeah, these like things were Pokemon like fucking dragons. <laughs> so they, you know, they, they fuck them up, they kill a couple of the, uh, the, the guild members and and really do a number on oh. grief. They they slice that bitch right up. Well, let's talk arm. about the saddest part is they carry one of the blurgs. Oh, I know. Away. And that's see, that's what gets you to really like Quill, is that like he was genuinely concerned. Like he's like, No, put them down and like starts to shoot at uh, him. Yeah. And one of them gets away. He does save another one, which is Quill's cool. a really good, um, um pure hearted character. And you just, you just it just gets you right in the feels sometimes some of the things that he does. But yes, Grief Targa gets fucked up by one of these whatever the fuck they're dragon things that they're called. That was they're pretty menacing. He's Obviously, there's some the sort of spreading. poison. The poison is spreading. He's about to die, and, and then Baby Yoda comes over to eat him. Which you know we didn't really touch on this earlier, but there was a, uh, another moment earlier on in this in the season where, uh, is after the Mudhorn attack where Mandalorian is hurt and Baby Yoda jumps down out of his little cradle and tries to he heal tries him. To touch him. And try, like, well, we away. assume he's trying to heal him. We're like, oh my god, this is gonna be awesome. And he just keeps picking him back up and putting him back in his little crib thing, Correct. right? So we don't get to see it. This time, luckily enough, we have Quill there, and Baby Yoda gets down out of his cradle again. And he goes over to do his little Baby Yoda thing. And they're like, get that thing out of here. And Quill's like, no, wait. And he fucking puts his hand on Grief Targa. And fucking heals the motherfucker. That poison's no longer in his system. He's fine. The wound never happened. Yeah, it's awesome. First time we've ever seen it. Granted, the next day we'll see it three more times. But (laughs) we've never seen it before that. (laughs) Which... Obviously, there are a couple of reasons that that episode came out the day before Rise of Skywalker did. The big one being you don't want the con- the conflicting um, you know revenue with the new movie coming out. However, we see Ray do that exact same motherfucking thing twenty four hours later yeah, in Rise of Skywalker. Awesome. Anyway, Baby Yoda heals him. They move the night on. ends. They move on. They go to the town and. They were about to get blasted from behind before grief or by the, the guild members. So, so the trap gets revealed, right? Yeah. We re- it, okay, it was these guys are gonna trick. fuck them over. They're gonna kill them. But grief kills the his people, mm-hmm. and you know it's like yo, like this was a trap. We were I've, gonna kill I you. I have a change of opinion now because this motherfucker saved my life. Right. So, uh, I want to save him essentially. Yeah. Yep. And he doesn't say it in those words, but. That's the, which I that's really the liked because I was kind of upset that he was. I like Carl Weathers. Yeah, I wanted him to like be like a cool character that I could like. And then after the first couple episodes, I was like, "Fuck this guy! Yeah. He's a dick." I was hoping he died. <laughs> yeah. But uh, it was kind of this whole redemption thing, which I thought was really cool. And I like I like being the able to like his character. Good. Yeah, yeah. So he kills his dudes. They devise another plan to go and quote-unquote fake deliver the baby yoda to the client as he's called and quill hauls ass back to the razor crest with baby yoda on the on blur- blurg on the, bl- on his blurg. the remaining blurg on the remaining blurg they go they sit down with the client there's way more stormtroopers there than obviously that they it were it's kind of funny they, they kept talking about four because before you know he said four to one i like those odds 
He always well, travels with four stormtroopers. Obviously, Grief Tugger was lying to them because he didn't want them to know how many stormtroopers there initially because yeah. he wanted to trap them and kill them and do but all this shit. But way more than four inside of the, way the cantina. more than four. They sit down. And he, he, I want to see the baby. <laughs> that was more like Irish. I don't know what the fuck that was. Um, that's why I just don't do accents. I thought I'd give it a shot. He wants to see the baby. <laughs> I like the effort. I like the effort. It's good. And, uh, he, he can't show him, but they're saved because there's an incoming transmission. He has to go see it because he can't leave. Who's the transmission from here? Gus Frank. Gus Frank, yes. Yeah, the meth yeah, dealer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dos, no, not Dos. Lo, lo, los, lo, uh, los, los Pollos Hermanos. Hermanos, thank you. Chicken brother. He's one of, he's one he's one of the chicken of brothers. The famous chicken brothers. Famous, famous chicken brothers. Um, Moff. So, Moff Gideon. Moff Gideon. He, he says essentially like, you know, we have the baby in our possession, and Moff Gideon's all like, you might want to look again. And he turns around, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> motherfucker gets blasted. The client's dead. Werner Herzog, one of my favorite new characters with his awesome voice, is dead. I just love listening to him no, talk. Awesome. I'm just pissed off. I didn't really like him as a character. He was kind of a scumbag, and obviously oh, yeah. anybody who tries to put harm to Baby Yoda, I want to die. But just listening to him talk was just such a pleasure. It was, it was awesome. And very satisfying. But... Uh, Moff Gideon just comes and wipes him out along with all the other stormtroopers who were there and I was like aren't these like your people dude yeah and he's trying to help was, you get crazy. the baby you're clearly a psychopath we're clearly dealing with a lunatic here right very much so they really did do set that up and mm. a shock I did not see this coming fucking death troopers death I was just about to say that fucking so they wipe out the cantina blow a hole in the side of the thing it's only Cara Dune Grief Karga and Amanda. Grief Karga and uh, Mando left with this empty carriage inside that they think Baby Yoda was in, but it's not. It's just them. And then you look outside, and there's platoons of stormtroopers along with, like, six death troopers who we have not seen troopers. since Rogue One. Rogue One, which is where they were introduced. So it was really dope to see them back in action. And they did not disappoint either, even in the following episode. Like, they were, they were badass. Pretty they dope. were really fucking cool. I don't regret buying an action figure of no, them. They're, no. they're fucking awesome. And what but that's happens? How it, oh, oh, right. So, that's not how it ends. No, it's not how it ends because uh, Mandalorian's all like, "Yo, Quill, did you get the baby back? Is the baby safe?" Like on the the transmission, um, the comlink. And uh, these two scout troopers hear the message. They realize what's going on. They get on their scout or their uh, speeder bikes. bikes and Obviously, much faster than a blurg. Much flast. Much faster. Much, much faster. Much faster than a blurg. Much faster than a berg. <laughs> They are much faster. They catch up. Unfortunately, may he rest in peace. Quill dies. Fucking kill him. And they scoop, scoop up, baby up that motherfucking baby. And back to the city. Boom. Cliffhanger. And we had a week Pissed. and a half. A whole week and a half, dude. That sucked. It was nice to get the episode early, but then it sucked to have to wait a week and a half after that. It did suck have to have a week and a half, but we had Star Wars Rise of Skywalker we did. kind we of did have, hold us yeah, over, yeah. which... Again, we'll talk yeah, about that like, in a later episode. Like, we'll talk about it later. Huge cliffhanger. Now, we just Come saw the season finale. Today's episode that we just watched. Which, everything about it was fantastic. I fucking loved it, dude. Oh my Let's God. start with the beginning. Probably the funniest part of the whole entire season. The two scout troopers, who yeah. now have the baby Yoda, right? They're coming back to town. They stop at the outskirts, and they're like, Hey, is it cool to bring baby Yoda back in? We got it. And they're like, no, hold there. 
Moff Gideon just came in and killed a bunch of people, so we don't want to <laughs> piss him off. <laughs> and we just get this hilarious interaction between these two scout troopers. Multiple things happen. They we get this little sequence where they're obviously they're just sitting there waiting. So they're bored, so they take out their little pistols, their blaster pistols, and they're trying to shoot this thing that's in the sand. And they can come nowhere close to it. And, and they're looking at their blasters, shaking it. Yeah, the guy it. like pulls out his, and he's like, "I got it. Like, I got it. Let me try this." And he starts shooting it. Like, they just look at it, and they look at each it. other, and they just kind of shrug, and then they put their blasters. <laughs> Hilarious, making uh, obviously making fun of the fact that stormtroopers couldn't hit the broad side of a barn, but hit boat of Again, water if they like, fell off a boat. We already had some of that earlier with Bill Burr. With Bill like, Burr, I'm not a stormtrooper. Right. Right. Just feeding off of that uh, that uh, mockery. Hilarious. But it, and to me, that's like. Good humor, right? It's fantastic. It's so much humor. better than what happened in like the Last Jedi. You know, Gen- paging General Hugs like stupid. That's like that was stupid. Forced humor. And it's not was, funny in places where it doesn't I, need like, to be funny. Like this was yeah, genuine. To be there, funny. It was. It was funny in a way that was refreshing. It didn't. Didn't feel like it was forced to be there just just to in the sake for being funny. It was awesome. And turns out one of those was played by Jason Sudeikis. Which doesn't surprise me that it was so funny. funny. <laughs> I knew, like, I could recognize the voice of one of those, but when I went to look it up on he, IMDb, he was the one who's like, "I understand he, it." Do you? Yeah, that, he, that was him. Like, he was that, that, that had to be the it. humor that they had between the two of them was like hilarious, hysterical. Like, like, I don't want to die. Like, I want to go wanna, back and watch it. Yeah. That's that part again. Also, however, they are probably going to be the most hated characters in all oh, of Star yes. Wars because no, they fuck both them. They, took they turns suck. punching Baby Yoda yeah. in the little satchel the that they s- had him in because he wouldn't. Jason stop. smacked him a couple times, yeah. and then the other one wanted to see him. He's like, "No, you just you just want to see him." So he looked at him. <laughs> yeah. Baby Yoda bit his finger, so he decked him right in the face. Yeah, bitch. They're God. they're, they're going to go down as the most hated characters. Yeah. Jason like Jason Sudeikis like, cannot leave his house for the next twenty four hours. Honestly, Ahmad Best uh, should be like having a sigh of relief right now because he's no longer <laughs> <laughs> he's no longer the yes. scourge of fucking Star Wars fandom. It's these two motherfuckers for assaulting the cutest That's thing funny. that we've you ever seen. That. That's pretty funny. <laughs> um. But that was hilarious, right? And that's just like the intro to the episode, right? And then we go back and we find our three heroes sitting in the cantina that has just been newly destroyed. And Moff Gideon's outside making all these crazy threats. He brings out this big-ass fucking turret and threatens yeah, them and all this E-Web, shit, right? Like, I believe the E-Web is utilized in episode five. Um it the, is the snowtroopers come in and they bring that like the little uh, thing, but this apparently is uh, the is predecessor. It, is a predecessor? No, no, no the, the one the it was successor. its predecessor. It's the successor. Yeah, yeah, there yeah, we yeah. go. I so know. It's like a, a more advanced version of it. yeah. So you know, it's something. And he meant. Oh, actually, let's talk about Moff Gideon. He's out there talking, and he yeah. he brings up. He mentions Cara Dune by name, her full name. Who we find out here that she's actually. From Alderaan, which is dope, yeah, which kind of explains right, 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 why right. She why she hates, hates the Imperials so much. She wanted they to kill them. Destroyed her home so, fucking planet. Makes sense, like yes. that. I think that's a, a good call. Uh, he mentions Grief Karga. Talks about by him. name, knows exactly who he is. Most importantly, we hear him utter the name of the Mandalorian for the very first time in the season, and his name was Robert Paulson. <laughs> <laughs> No, 
It's uh, Din Djarin. <laughs> Din Djarin, I think. Djarin? <laughs> Di- it's like Djarin. Din Djarin, yeah. Din Djarin. Din Djarin. Yeah. Din Djarin. Yeah. So. And we uh, get a, we get a little flashback. Yes. We get to see it more, and we find out that he was saved. Because earlier we see flashbacks, mm-hmm. uh, which kind of lends to... So, throughout the series... Uh, throughout the season, there's times when uh, Mandalorian looks like he hates droids, right? He doesn't mm-hmm. want the the fancy droid, uh, the fancy droid Uber to pick him up. He wants a, <laughs> the droid Uber uh, hey, on know, the ice shitty, planet at the yeah, very beginning. He wants the yes. Yeah. He right, 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 right. Repeatedly talks about how he hates droids. He doesn't like the IG droid at first, which we kind of know why because we see little glimpses of flashbacks, which go all the way back to the Clone Wars. We see. Um, droid ships. We see super battle droids, which is dope. Kill super First dope. time seeing those like, like live actually since episode, th- episode three probably. Yeah, uh, episode, maybe episode two. Were they in episode know. three? Whatever. Either way, either way, these were actually menacing again menacing. In episode two and three, they're just like kind of whatever. They just get hit once and they die. Blah blah blah. But right, these, right. These, these were actually terrifying. like terrifying, and we yeah. see them killing where, assumingly where he grew up, his village. And ultimately his parents, but we get a much more put together flashback of what actually happened to him when his parents died and how he was rescued. And turns out he was rescued, obviously, by the Mandalorians. We kind of knew that. But specifically... By the Death Watch. Right. Yes. Now, I didn't notice that. Uh, you did notice it. I, I you saw this had an yet, inkling. Right? I was like, hmm, I wonder if that's the same Mandalorian troop from the Clone Wars. We looked it up afterwards, and you had mentioned Death Watch, and I was like, damn, I thought that might have been them. So Death Watch, for those of you who don't remember, was led by Pre Vizsla, funny enough, voiced by Jon Favreau, yep. uh, in the Clone Wars, and they were trying to take over the planet of Mandalore from Duchess Satine, a.k.a. Obi-Wan Kenobi Slampiece. Alleged. Alleged. Right. Alleged. Alleged. All right. Uh, he also, at the time, wielded the dark saber, <clears throat> uh, and uh, so that was really cool that they kind of had that like little throwback. Oh, the Death Watch—they're bringing that back in. They're the ones that ultimately saved Din Jaren, who we now know as the Mandalorian, Mando. quote unquote, Mando. Uh, so we see that whole little flashback. Get his name reveal. Super cool. Long story short, though, they're in there. They're trapped. The E Web is is hanging there. They try to escape through the, the, the sewers. They can't open it. But they have a savior. And it's ironic that their savior is a droid. Because we just said he hates droids. <laughs> and they're saved by a droid. Because IG-11 killed those fuckers that were beating on Punching Baby, Baby Yoda. Yoda. We and, got the justice very quickly. Yes, which I thought they should have. One of the best scenes, in my opinion, of the series. Where <laughs> IG-11 is driving through the city. With well, so he takes he takes one of the speeder bikes, right? Yes, from yeah, the on the speeder bike. scouts that he fucks up and is just blasting bitches. And in my head, I didn't say it when we were watching it, but I was like, in my head, I'm thinking, dude, like the, they could shoot the baby Yoda, right? Like it's out in front. Yeah. And as soon as like you know, twenty that seconds later, enter your mind. <laughs> he like essentially spins his body away, and right where baby Yoda was, gets blasted. But he's not there anymore, and you know. Right, as a droid, he doesn't get killed by blasters, I guess. But and we also see Baby Yoda's gleeful giggles while he's so adorable, blasting through the city on the speeder bike. Who doesn't giggle when you have a droid protector destroying soldiers <laughs> with you? I mean, everybody does. Everybody giggles. So IG Eleven kicks fucking ass. 
Um, he is a nurse thing. droid, but showing out those hunter props like he has in there. Protecting well, Baby Yoda. Protecting Baby Yoda. He's he protecting has, Baby, baby nurse, Yoda, I mean, yeah. That's what I expect my nurse to right. do uh, when I have a kid in the future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To, to and be a, an assassin as well. Of course, and to give the occasional blowjob. But well, he comes in and he... That's not true. Distra- <laughs> These views are not officially reflected by... Uh, <laughs> Kills all these motherfuckers, basically saves the uh, three motherfucker, three guys who were in the um, the cantina that got blasted. Um, they Mando gets uh, destroyed, oh. essentially. Yeah, so he goes um, out, he's, he's he takes that, that E-web, E-web, right? He's like, he likes he's blasting that shit. He doesn't just hit, he rips the thing off of the fucking yeah. stand and he is just holding it. it like a badass, just fucking blasting motherfuckers. And then... Moff Gideon comes and and shoots him intelligently. Knows that he can't actually kill him with the blaster because he's got best all over his fucking body. Shoots the the the, generator, the the power source, the generator for the gun. He gets massive explosion. Mando gets lots of blood, fucked up a lot. They yank him into the cantina, and we find out that he has blood kind of dripping out the back of his helmet. He like Kara wants to take the helmet off to save him, and he. Essentially says, "You do that, I'll fucking like kill you. I'll try." Super uh, gung ho. He's like, "Leave me like, there. Like, like I'd rather me. die than like give me the warrior dishonor my oath yeah. to the Mandalorian cult." Uh, so the droid finds a way to get into the sewer. Grief and Kara go. Uh, IG Eleven is like, "Yo, I'm gonna save you," and he's like, "Nobody alive is seeing my helmet." And then whoa, the droid. Whoa, whoa. Well, you're skipping a, a ma- major, oh, what, major. What the flame trooper comes oh. and tries to torch the whole fucking thing. He comes in through the back door, oh, goes to torch it, and again we get another amazing Baby Yoda moment where he jumps out of his thing and stops the fire with the force, pushes the fire back at, flicks that shit, dude. He flicks, flicks it. his little, he flicks his finger. little finger, destroys the stormtrooper, and makes a huge explosion, which is then able allowing them to get away to escape, yes. through the sewers, and then. IG so, IG eleven is all like, "Yo, I'll help you out." And Manda says, "No, nobody lives seen my my face." And the droid's like, "Yo, I'm a droid. I'm not alive. I'm alive, dude. So, <laughs> so it's cool. Makes sense." Pulls his fucking helmet off, and who do we see? Ober and Martel, dude. Ober and fucking Martel. <laughs> also, the dude from Narcos, season three. <laughs> Crazy. We finally. Get, I didn't think we were actually going to see I Pedro Pascal's face. It's cool to see his face. Yeah. yeah. So that was cool. We got to see his face. Uh, he sprays some sort of uh, like Bakta, like makes a funny thing. brain droid joke. They yeah. go into the sewer. They find Cara Dune, where and and uh, grief cargo with Baby Yoda. They find the armor. The well, the the they they're going in the sewers because that's where the Mandalorians were. Right. The whole uh, plan is they like, all die. The Mandalorians will help us escape. The Imperials Lo and behold, apparently came in. Wipe their bitch asses out again. Great Purge version 2.0. And, <laughs> There's a pile uh, of Mandalorian pile of armor in the middle of the sewer. Somehow the, the armor lady that made the Beskar survived. Gives yeah, the, man, the, the, the Mandalorian uh, uh, blacksmith. I like this scene a lot. I thought, I thought this scene was pretty cool because it like she's you know she's almost like a mom sort of person, right? Sort she's of, like, yeah. Like, look, you gotta do you gotta do this. You are now like that's now your foundling, right? So mm-hmm. like this is now your mission. You have no other purpose other than to uh take care of this thing 
you have your signet or whatever, which is again, it is the uh, mud horn. Ends up being the mud horn being eventually because they're a clan of two, right? He yep. earlier on he didn't take the mud horn because he said I didn't kill it, someone else did. <clears throat> like it, I was helped. He I didn't earn but the kill. It was helped by his clan member, mm-hmm. which is Baby Yoda. Mm-hmm. So they have a uh, actually thought the signet was pretty dope. Was looking. Sweet yeah. looking, dude. Yeah, I can't uh, so wait. She to, puts uh, that on his shoulder. And then ends up Can't giving him... Can't wait till him, they merchandise that motherfucker. I know. Right? <laughs> ends up giving him uh, a jetpack, which is dope. The first time he gets Finally. a jetpack. And it, we it alludes to that after the, the third episode, the Sin episode, mm-hmm. when the Mandalorians it's come and they fuck him up. And then and then he's leaving the planet. And then the Mandalorian's like flying next to him. He's like, I gotta get me one of those. And he does. And he gets one. It's pretty dope. And Sweet. then she essentially says, look, it's your mission. You got to do this. Baby like, Yoda is his family. Essentially, you're, you're, the, you're Baby Yoda's dad. So yeah. go take care of this bitch. Right. <clears throat> so they leave her there to fend for herself against the Imperials, which this. turns out she doesn't need any protecting because she, she's she's a fucking badass motherfucker, dude. the shit out of them. With, um, like, with like a hammer and <clears throat> a pair of pliers. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that was it. That was, all, that was all she needed. Super badass. Can't wait to see more from her. Go to this river of lava where they're trying to escape out through the sewer, right? This creepy asteroid pops out of nowhere with legs. Basically, R two D two with arms and legs. Kind of cool, cool, Kinda creepy, but also weird. <laughs> Highly unexpected uh, moment. Um, they go out. There, <coughs> Mandalorian ends up seeing that there's stormtroopers waiting. Uh, what's his face? Right RG-11. outside the opening of yep. like the lava. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. Right, they're about to escape, but. The Imperials, you know, they saw it. So they, mm-hmm. they were there waiting. Right. IG-11 does what IG-11 does, you know. He had to self-destruct. He's a badass. Which, again, tries to initiate. we didn't mention this earlier, but he tried to self-destruct in the beginning of the first one. episode because yeah. he thought that they were going to get killed. That was some of the humor that they were bringing into it, too, back yeah. then. He's, like, right. initiating self-destruct sequence, and then Mando was like, no, stop doing that. Yeah. Like, it's right. kind of funny. Um, but he so did he it does for that. real this time. Kills all those motherfuckers. They again, get out. Hits us in the feels, and Mando know, actually <gasps> cares. Yes. We find out that Mando actually cares about a droid. He actually had feeling he was yeah. sad. He's like, you're sad. Because like, he says, you, like, you can't do that. And he, he's like, don't be sad. Like, I'm not sad. Yes, you are. Yeah, I'm, I'm a, a nurse droid. droid. I analyzed your voice. I was like, damn. He's, you know, that's a character arc right there. You know, Kicked that's us him. in the feels, That's bro. him getting to start to like droids, and, and that's pretty cool. I like that. Kicked us in the feels. Anyway, he goes out, jumps in the lava, walks out, self-destructs, blows up all the Imperial troops who are waiting there to kill them. They get out. However, Moff Gideon, Moff Gideon, fucking cock-sucking little bitch with his TIE fighter, meth-loving fuck with his TIE fighter, not made of crystal meth, comes down and starts blasting at him. They're like, oh shit, we're fucked. And Mandalorian's like, uh, no we're not. Puts on his jetpack. Straps on his jetpack. All of a sudden, his cape turns into the little awesome cape that Boba Fett fucking had. Oh, did it? Was it like off to the side? It was like off to the side. You didn't notice that? I didn't notice that. Because it was a full cape that was just like a whole... But he puts his jetpack on, and all of a sudden, it's like a shoulder cape, like a Boba Fett shoulder Mm -hmm. cape. And I was like, oh, that's sick. Put it off to the side. Puts it on, flies in the air, attaches himself to the fucking TIE fighter, blows it up, it crashes, and then he safely lands back down on the ground. Super badass fucking, fucking awesome. moment. Bounty hunter, or not a bounty hunter. Well, bounty hunter, he but is. a Mandalorian with his jetpack taking down a Tie Fighter. Peak. Star one Wars. of the cooler moments. Peak Star Wars, right there. One dude. of the That's something you see in a cartoon that you wish you had seen in live action that we finally got to see. Oh, 
Absolutely. It was fucking amazing. So Long story short, he pieces out. They he goes on a ship, leaves. Goes to do his thing. Caradun and Grief, Grief Cargo stay there. Because the like start the heroes up. are done. Like heroes Mal- are done. They're gonna start died. up the he guild again. The premier, All the stormtroopers right? are dead. Right? right? Why, Why not just stick around and hang out? It's and and it's the Mandalorian's job to either train this Baby Yoda or return it to its family or homeworld. Like those are mm. the two options. I forgot about that. Yeah, because yeah. that's what that's what the 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 forger the chick. Mm-hmm. So like you either have to return it to its homeworld to with it, where it belongs, or you have to raise it, train it, and it'll become a member of the clan. So he goes off to do that. Cara Dune, Grief Cargo stay there happily ever after. Right. Wrong. Wrong. Because guess what? Not only did... So within one week, a week and a half, we saw four Force Heals, mm-hmm. right? One from Mandalorian, three from Rise of Skywalker, and we saw two TIE Fighters get destroyed, yet their past, or their, their pilots survive. Mm. Rise of Skywalker, that happens. That's true. This, that happens. And Moff Gideon survives and, and pops out of that bitch. Spoiler alert. Ooh! Oh, how's he do it, Sean? How's he pop out of that bitch? Hmm. He uses a sort of um, laser sword that happens to be black. I think we all know it as the dark saber. Fucking dark saber! Holy shit! Fucking whips out his dark saber and cuts through. Fucking awesome. Well, first of all, so Aaron, you. Unfortunately, we're spoiled. I was by this by an uh, Google News annoyingly app. notification that you found on your phone. Well, it was, it's actually I use Google News like the app, and I have the widget on the homepage, and it like tailors news to you, right? And you so, saw the word dark saber. All I saw was dark saber. I was like, oh, son of a bitch! Oh, god damn it! So I was oblivious. It obviously I didn't think Moff Gideon had obvi- had died. It oh, yeah, crashed. Was there was an explosion. He's gonna live. Very end of the episode, it goes to the crashed TIE fighter, and you see something cutting through the metal, and I was like, oh, he's cutting his way out of the thing. And the longer it went on, I'm like, oh my god, he's not cutting through that with just any tool. Yeah, like a... That is the motherfucking Dark Saber, aka the symbol of power for the Mandalorians. Legends have it that it was made by a, uh, I can't remember the Vizsla, name. Some something sort of Vizsla. Vizsla uh, who was a Jedi, but also a Mandalorian. First ever, first and only, I think, um, many, many years ago. And has been passed down to the Vizslas. Pre-Vizsla had it in the Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. And uh, I believe Darth Maul killed Darth Maul had it. it at one point, yep. Uh, and then it changed hands into, somehow, I forget, which, you know, we'll cover this well, later when we rewatch. Many things. years passed yeah. and, and, until Sabine Wren Sabine uh, had eventually it. had she it. She gave it to Bo-Katan, uh, I believe, who was a Mandalorian, like the leader of the Mandalorians at that point, right? Yep, yep. She was, yeah. It was, like, supposed to be Sabine Wren, but it was the leader because her family was like royalty but she decided to leave and go yeah. help ezra and all of them so she passed it on so to like, last we knew bo katan had it yep had it and we don't know anything about it after that we do know that the purge happened and that we yep. know that gideon was an isp officer during the purge so assumingly when that purge happened he found it and took it for himself and he mm-hmm. still had it up to this point apparently so, 
Um, now, uh, interesting thing that I saw afterwards is that Katie Sackoff is um, she's an actress. She was in, I think, most famously in Battlestar Galactica. Oh, um, you would recognize her if you saw her. Uh, she's the voice of Bo-Katan in oh. uh, Rebels. Oh, and she posted like a cryptic tweet like a month ago saying something along the lines oh, of, Jesus. It's, you know, the highest point of my career just happened. Uh, I can't wait for you guys all to find out. Right. And I mean, she's she looks like she could play this person in oh, live action. Oh, so, shit. Whether or not it's like a flashback or something like that. I don't know. And again, speculation. We have no idea. But that'd be. Oh, cool. damn. So that kind of wraps up the Mandalorian season one. And. Uh, overall feelings I loved it again I think it's the best thing that we've seen Star Wars wise in my opinion since you know Solo Rogue One and the original trilogies like it's I don't know I, don't I mean it, I think it might be even better than those man it, it, it just gave us so many things in so many good ways that I really you know there, there's, a, there's a there's a famous saying no one hates Star Wars more than Star Wars fans yes and I don't I can't really think of anything to complain about uh, I mean, about yeah. this TV series. It's fantastic in so many ways. It has given us so many uh, justifications as fans. It's given us so many things that we wanted. It's connected. And given us things too. that we didn't know that we wanted. That's it my biggest connects. thing with the trilogy. Is yes. like the latest trilogy. Is it, it, that doesn't seem cohesive. This well, is cohesive. This has connections with past uh feloni projects and yeah it's they're bringing it full circle they're so far i'm just loving it i think uh it seems star wars they're they're doing the nostalgia right like they're not overly doing it they're not over uh they're not rerunning storylines like yeah. episode seven has right um they're you know they went to uh tatooine and showed us a lot of the, that stuff but it's a new story they're not it's a new no story Jedi. like there's no they're, it's all new characters there's not a single character in this that i can think of which speaking of jedi it's interesting and i brought this up to you earlier but it's interesting that like nobody knows what jedi are like the, it the, is the, interesting like, when they were seeing baby yoda's powers they're like what the fuck is going like, on only quill knew in the first time uh actually we kind of skipped over this in the episode <clears throat> eight when they meet the armor uh oh, they talk yeah. about baby yoda and she says uh you know there are people that I, have as part of these uh, yes uh the, long ago we fought uh, we fall against uh, these sorcerers called Jedi, right? Which basically canonizes much canonizes yeah the Mandalorian War, which is how which is the basis for Knights of the Old Republic, the video yeah. game. So, for those not familiar, back in with Knights of the Republic, the original video game, uh, the Mandalorian Wars started by Mandalorians. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were just they're, they're a warrior race. I mean, the, they, the yeah. galaxy, yep, yeah. taking over planets and a band of jedi were like we can't have this happen the republic wasn't really doing much yep. the jedi weren't involved so one of those jedi revan, were jedi yep revan fought back one and in the meantime they he turned to the dark side and uh that's kind of the basis of nice republic the whole video game so they're basically canonizing so that and they also had malachor canonized mm-hmm. we've had man canonized mm-hmm. i think um and well mandalore just, was canonized back in, during the clone wars yeah clone wars you're right yep um and then we've had uh just with episode nine um revan revan is canonized so yep uh for those not familiar with that uh, very small detail if you, even if you the watch the movie book? you wouldn't know it yeah no it, it's something with the the visual book that they always yes. do with each one yep yep, they, yep. there's a 
the Sith troopers. Uh, there's they a different legion, like legions. Like the five hundred first, with the Empire. There is a uh, Revan legion. Yep. So that's pretty cool. Officially canonized. So lots of interesting facts. Yeah, and coming out of the last week. <laughs> I know. I know. I just like. There's still so many questions I have, like minor things like why was baby yoda even in that place why couldn't the empire just go there you know um very good question uh the empire's like who, got obviously all those assets why not just why did they have them like why were yeah. they like do they know that he was something special right um why didn't they sell him why Mo- wouldn't they sell him moff getting is clearly obsessed with getting this thing why and i don't know that's that's all that's hopefully something they answer uh, next season you know what i'm most excited to and what's most excited me most about this is that like, we know so little about yoda and his species we don't even know the name of his species it has not even been yeah. yet to have been I, named i think 40 years later well it and we don't have a name point, for his species. i thought they were wills right the w-h-i-l so the original star wars like script was called like the journey of the wills or something like that right and I th- recall at one point Yoda being called a will, like not can- canonically or anything like that, but like uh, that's what I thought his species was. Uh, going on Wikipedia, that's not the case right now. It's right. unknown. Um, As of also, right now, it's we don't know. Um, Chirrut from Rogue One, you know, I'm one with the Force, the Force is with me. Oh, like yeah. Uh, he is a He's part a of will. the Guardian of the Wills. Guardians of the right? Wills. So I don't know if they're going to tie into that at all. It might be yeah, just they might rename right. it something completely different. Who knows? I don't know. Uh, but that's interesting. I want. I hope they dive into more of that. Um, I hope they... Well, I want to see more Moff Gideon. Obviously, we will. We like, will. To me, he's clearly. like... It's like literally Gus Fring flying a TIE fighter. <laughs> With a fucking Moff. lightsaber. Like, it's fucking off. Like, that's it's terrifying because he's so good, and he has like, yeah. a, he has like a Hitler stash. Like, yeah, it just put all that together into this terrifying, menacing villain, and I think it's awesome because the it's way he delivered. Because so like, in Breaking Bad, when he would get mad, you know, like yeah. that was terrifying. Oh, horrifying! Right? It's and it's it was like scary. that. Scary. It and was I think chilling. It's awesome. Yeah. So I, I'm I'm excited about him. I want to see more of him. Listen. Bottom line. Anything that Dave Filoni or John Favreau do in the future, I'm fucking game. I, I exactly like. I they saw people killed saying it. That they, they absolutely like, oh, killed it. We need to give them a trilogy. Like, no, keep doing this. Keep doing this. Do make this awesome. This don't, could be. Don't put. You know what? You know what the problem is? It's all of these fucking high level execs, execs saying, "Oh, you did this really thing, good thing, really good. We're gonna force you to do something that we want you to do." No. Let them do what they want to do because they're clearly good at doing it. Yeah, uh, exactly. And they, they want to do it. You know That's I mean? just like the whole D&D thing. Like, oh, they did Game of Thrones good for seven seasons. They fucked up the eighth one. Well, so let's give them the hill. trilogy. Yeah. No. They don't, yeah. they don't. I'm glad. I'm, so I'm glad, glad that they club. decided to not do that. But don't force it on. Let, let them do. Dave Filoni has proved that he is fantastic at doing what he does. Let him keep doing what he wants to do. Because he's amazing at it, and he's making you lots of money. I agree. Yeah, like I, I can't wait. Speaking of uh, Dave speaking Lonnie, of the wait, John Favreau, uh, season two was announced. Well, not announced. We knew kinda, we knew they were working on it. Coming. Yeah, officially confirmed fall twenty twenty. And so that was confirmed by John Favreau. Tweeted it out today. Mm-hmm. Uh, alongside, interestingly enough, I'm sure it's not a coincidence, but with a picture of a Gamorrean guard from uh, episode six. Right, Jabba's 
guards, those big pig without fuckers. any armor. He looked a little weird, but yeah, weird. But I mean, <clears throat> clearly they're gonna bring that back. The Gamorreans are back. Cool. Yep. Is it gonna be hut related? I don't know. Would be kind of interesting. It would be you very know, interesting because I after Jabba thought the good. hut line ended with Jabba. Based what? on what we've seen from other stuff, I mean, Zero, Gardola, Baby Hut. You know, like just, we don't really know what happened to Baby Hut. Yeah, I mean, I mean, they're from, what, Narshada? Or, no, Nahada? I don't know. Uh, like Nahada. Something like that. Not anyway, Narshada. Uh, you know, who knows what's going to happen with it. And I can't wait, so we only have, you know, a good 10 months Year. wait. <laughs> so we'll see. We'll but see, but I'm very meantime, satisfied. Um, we'll get news from, you know... Um, the Obi Wan series coming out. We'll get news Obi-Wan about series. this uh, season two. We have the Cassie and Andor, Andor. C- or K two S O. That mm-hmm. series coming out. That's co- is that coming out before uh, season two they, of Mandalorian? Last I heard, there was some sort of trouble with that, but who knows? Because know. that was announced way before Mandalorian was announced. I don't think I think they were announced together. Were they? I mean, no, I think Mandalorian was announced first. It was announced way before Obi Wan was, but I haven't heard mm. much about it. I haven't heard much either, so it's interesting to see where that would go. But Ultimate Feelings, Mandalorian was fantastic. I can't wait for the next season. Agreed. And I think that uh, pretty much wraps this up. If you guys, you know, want to tweet us uh, any of your thoughts and what you think about the Mandalorian series. Don't, because we don't look at them. You know, don't tweet, don't (laughs) at us about any problems with Disney+, Plus because it's not my fault, unless it's Android or Amazon Fire. In which case, still don't at us. But uh, I think that pretty much wraps it up. I think we're going to call it a day. And uh, we'll be back with some more content uh, in 2020. Have a good one, guys. Peace. Happy New Year.